0: The content of this podcast is for general information only and does not constitute financial advice or consider individual circumstances. Please seek your own independent legal, financial, taxation or other advice before making investment decisions. Welcome back to Decoding Crypto. You're joining me, Jason Pozito, on another cryptocurrency market update. And I'm joined by the one and only Australia's Bitcoin maximalist, Edwina Stott. <laughs> How you doing this morning
1: <laughs> the crypto queen of queensland i am
0: that was a mouthful i think you should try it again <laughs>
1: <laughs> the crypto queen of queensland
0: <laughs> that sounds perfect you got there in the end we've got tons to get through this morning so i won't further delay you with edwina's struggles uh, and her, with her words <laughs> we'll have a look at the market sentiment as always the pricing and we've got a lot of news here especially with uh the news of voyager getting a ton half a billion dollars from mr sam i love what you called him sbf
1: (laughs) sam central bankman freed
0: (laughs) (laughs) that you can claim that one that is a good title
1: thanks You don't get to be the crypto queen of Queensland without coming up with a few hard-hitting, scathing titles, Jason.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can hear you call yourself something new soon because you're still struggling. So with that, (laughs) we're going to look at the struggling index, fear and greed, 11. 11 the last couple of days, still very, very low on this index, extreme fear, of course, across the markets. But I think in in, in, uh, Wednesday, we said people are just sort of getting used to this extreme fear and we're starting to climb out of the of that extreme fear sentiment. We were six on the 19th, so it's five days ago and now we're starting to climb out. Now we're at 11, but the pricing's pretty much the same. So I think people are getting used to these prices. Speaking of prices, BTC's at 20,700 USD, ETH at $1,126. Uh, that gives the market cap of Bitcoin at f- just under 400 billion. The last time it was here, was at that previous old all-time high and just before it broke through in late 2020 as well. So Bitcoin's getting kind of used to the, uh, the old 400 billion market cap. Uh, let's hit up the news headlines. What have you got for us first up?
1: Yeah, so as you said, the cryptocurrency broker Voyager Digital um, announced that they had reduced their daily withdrawal limit to $10,000 from $25,000 earlier this week um, after they detailed its expo- their exposure to the hedge fund Three Arrows Capital who we know was struggling. So, obviously, as we've Mm. seen before in the markets, you know, when one big player, like such a big hedge fund, like three hours capital goes down, it's bound to have this ripple effect. But then... Our good old friend, Sam Central (laughs) Bankman-Fried, came in and, you know, he said earlier in the week that what he wanted to do was help uh, stop the contagion and support the crypto ecosystem to grow and thrive. So he's come in. And then Voyager Digital have announced that they've borrowed 15,000 Bitcoin from Alameda Research, which is one of Sam Bankman-Fried's organizations. And they're going to cover the losses that came from Voyager Digital's exposure to the 3AC contagion. So he's swooping in again, just like he said he would. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we all know what that means when they're covering their losses giving them some loans just buying their time until the company can't make it any further and then they say well we gave you the money we owe you. we own you now mm. we own you voyager so they're going to have a few of these on their cards
1: yeah and that's what they were saying with blockfi wasn't it that um sam bankman freed had given them uh, this huge loan to see them through and to shore them up mm-hmm. th- during this period. But the founder then went on Twitter and said, well, it could be a door open to a potential takeover. So, it you know, it, it <laughs> often doesn't just stop at the loan, does it?
0: No, it doesn't. And we all, like Blockfire was doing pretty well. Mm. I, I think they had that female CEO, and I know I'm bringing it up, genders and sexes here but Mm. um she was doing pretty good i think a lot of people really enjoyed that there were more women in crypto so i mean look hopefully hopefully they make it through and and mr central bank just uh, doesn't swoop all (laughs) of them up at this stage but the thing i love about seeing the exposure of all these companies now is that we can finally find out what they were doing to get Their big returns during the bull market, Mm -hmm. and how many of them were just all doing the same thing, all giving their money to the same bloody venture capitalist and the, the same funds and it's the same money going round and round and round
1: which is just an and unsu- un- a completely unsustainable system right so you know as we said time and time again in these <clears throat> bear markets it kind of exposes the people who haven't built exactly. their businesses sustainably and flushes the market out and kind of clears up and cleans ready for uh the next ballroom but it's interesting to see Voyager Digital the next in uh, Sam Bankman-Fried's pocket.
0: <laughs> another one to his list. Another one bites the dust. Tether, <laughs> on the other hand, is launching a stable coin pegged to the British pound. So Tether, always always the FUD, right? But in this case, they're uh, bringing <laughs> on another cryptocurrency to add to their pile. Uh, the pound-pegged GBPT. Wow. That, a, that shouldn't have. That seemed a bit more difficult than it should have been. Uh, is set to join USDT, EURT, so Euro tether, and the Chinese tether. And then what's MXNT? I'm guessing that's more like a Mexican peso. All right. So they're getting quite a few going on here. Next up, we have Celsius going up 50% amid GameStop style short squeeze attempt. So if you went around in crypto and the and the markets back in early 2021, this was when this hit the international news that GameStop was going on a short squeeze, essentially meaning that the, uh, the price was shooting up because all of the hedge funds were trying to short the market. They were wanting the market to go down. And you had all of these collective on, I believe it was Reddit, saying they're all coming together to push this price up. And it looks like they're trying to do the same thing here with Celsius.
1: So what does that mean for investors then? Is it a good time to get back into Celsius or would you urge people to, you know, have some caution around this?
0: I would definitely be cautious around this because if you look back at what happened with the previous short squeeze, you get these big spikes up. You don't know when they're going to end. You might be coming in at the tail end or you might be Mm -hmm. coming in at the middle and, and then obviously you, you have the market come all the way back down because the same thing has to happen in reverse. If you're going to be forcing people to buy back, to exit, because if you're shorting, you, you open a position, so you enter the market by selling first. I know it sounds crazy, but just just stay with mm-hmm. it. You sell first, market goes down. They're trying to get you to exit, so they push the price back up, so you have to buy, and that just keeps going and going and going and going, You know, buy, 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 keeps going up. The same thing will happen in reverse. If you're buying, then you have to exit to uh, you have to sell to exit, so the price can come all the way back down just as quick. We saw that with GameStop, and it's not the first time like it's happened. This this happens quite often. So if you are looking to get in, then you would definitely want to have a reasonably strict plan as to where you would put your stop losses, just in case the market reverses quite quickly against you. You don't want to be wiped out in a bear market when uh, the best is yet to come.
1: Mm, and it's so unpredictable, isn't it? Um, I've seen this other story about the Bank of England deputy governor. So he's been speaking at a conference. He's a guy named John Cunliffe. And he's likened the crypto crash market crash to the dot-com crash of the late 1990s. I know some people really don't <laughs> like this analogy. <laughs> Um, but he said that for him, the analogy is a dot com boom when five trillion dollars was wiped off values and um, a lot of companies went, but the technology didn't go away. And he added that a decade later, those that survived the Amazons and the Ebays, they turned out to be the dominant players. And you can kind of see where he's going with that. And as we mentioned earlier, and have we spoken about before, the, there is a sense, you know, that. That now is a time to you know batten down. We see who's surviving. We see that you know despite everything, Bitcoin's still you know above twenty thousand dollars. I mean, it's a it's an interesting take, and and hopefully <laughs> he's right.
0: <laughs> hopefully, yeah. I I think we'll definitely see it. We know now that the technology isn't going anywhere. Like blockchain technology, mm. NFT technology. Those sort of things will will be around, but you just don't know which projects are going to be the ones that take it to the next level. So far we can see Bitcoin has survived. Uh, Ethereum is doing quite a good job, Mm. but apart from that, there's not really any other signs for something long, long long-term. I know people really get triggered when they hear that, but you don't know about this project, that project, the other, it's like, look, the same thing happened uh, just over 20 years ago. And, You just you don't know whether it's going to be the AOL or if it's going to be Google. You know, like it's. It's a it's a difficult one to pick at that point in time.
1: Yeah, and there's a little note in this article here that says that um, a guy named Mark Cuban, who's the billionaire owner of the Dallas Mavericks and is an investor in several crypto projects, in that same discussion, he said that companies that were sustained by cheap, easy money but didn't have valid business prospects will disappear. And I think that is what we're seeing happen right now, isn't it? With all these um, companies going under.
0: Yeah with Sam Bankman Freed, picking them up at cheap prices.
1: I wonder what exchange or organisation or fund we'll be talking about on Monday that he's put his cash into next.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sam, I know. I guess we'll have to see over the weekend, see if he gets flushed out over the next couple of weeks. And uh, old mate Sam will be back at it again, just like we will be on Monday. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Thank you, Eddie, for all of your fantastic comedic input this week
1: (laughs) you are so welcome you are so welcome jason anytime
0: thank you so much and we'll see you guys back on monday cheers